atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast from May the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. The good Sheriff Richard Mack is with me. He's on the road, but nevertheless taking time out of his busy schedule to join y'all as well. Welcome, Sheriff. Well, thanks, Sam. It's uh, great to be with you this beautiful Saturday morning. It is a beautiful Saturday morning indeed. It's a time to celebrate life, liberty, and property. There's no doubt about it. Now, I want to bring up several different unique topics this hour. Second hour, we're going to have the good Ted Nugent with us. So we'll talk to him as well. I want to talk to him about the meatpacking plants. You know, he's uh, been well known to distribute meat to all kinds of needy people. I mean, just a tremendous, most people don't even know this about Ted, but he really does a tremendous job of getting buffalo meat and some of these things into the hands of people who need it the most. He does a really good job. The mainstream press always loves to beat him up because he does have a pretty, oh, what do you call it, quick wit, sharp tongue? (laughs) And they just freak out on everything Ted says. But the truth is, behind the scenes, Ted is a soft-hearted kind gentleman there's no doubt about it full of energy uh he doesn't you know drink and smoke and they they just don't know how to handle a guy like that and so whatever he says they like to twist and turn and uh, you know anyway becomes a big old sideshow sadly sometimes about who he really is and what he really does but we'll talk to him about uh the meatpacking plants and some of those things i want to talk to him also about michigan you know he's the motor man motor city man whatever he's been around forever in a michigan wow man his governor's just locking things down like no other i'd almost like to see a debate between good old ted and the governor up there governor what is her name whitley or Whit- whatever her name is Gretchen whitmer Whitmer, yeah. Anyway, she's a nutcase. I'm telling you, I want to know if Ted's just permanently going to go to Texas or what he's going to (laughs) do about all that. Anyway, I digress. Yesterday's show, the good sheriff was with us as well, Sam Curtin, the sheriff. And we talked about Ammon Bundy and this Children's Emergency Quarantine Center's uh, video that he did. And really, the government is locking everyone down. You got 59-plus legislators want to track you liberty council with that detail but it's hr 6666 we kid you not we can't make this stuff up that's going on and uh that is a goal to track or trace is what they call it every one of us test and then isolate or quarantine verizon support of the covid 19 contact tracing is already literally rolling forth it's called call filtering uh, they say call filter on all business lines at Verizon, no charge. And that's a big concern, folks, because what that means is that they claim it'll help you stop spam and it'll give you a filter and control. And that's all true. But what it really does is let all the government bureaucrats numbers get straight to you and let you see the name and number at which government entity is calling you. But it also does things they're not telling you, folks, which is it makes sure that, you know, government can find out exactly where your phone is. 
and, and you where you are. And, uh, you know, this big old social distancing thing, how far apart we need to be and six feet's all arbitrary. But some are backing into saying, hey, this relates to the ability for them to track you personally and keep track of your data. If you keep distancing and if you don't, they'll know. And I mean, it goes on and on. It's pretty sinister, to say the least. And some are saying we're throwing up too big of alarm bells. But I say that we're not. Because, again, even if President Trump backs off on a lot of this stuff, what happens when the other administrations decide they want to, you know, become like a governor whackout from Michigan, right? What happens when they just get so drunk with power? Okay, that's the big concern. Utah Governor Gary Herbert, for example, announces parts of state to move to yellow, which means less restrictions. The problem with that is they claim, hey, Utah hasn't met the guidelines the president has set, so they're opening up prematurely, which Fauci claims could backfire and everybody could die. Uh, nevertheless, you would think that it's great that, you know, the governor Herbert of Utah is relaxing or re- uh, the restrictions. But the problem is <clears throat> Utah has an app. Other states have an app that track this social, you know, tracking, social tra- uh, tracing, social, whatever. It's already uh, available. Now, some are downloading it voluntarily. Many are not. But eventually these cell phone carriers are going to backdoor it. These cell phone manufacturers, along with the carriers, are going to literally put this technology right in your phone, and you won't be able to escape it. Now, Sheriff, you're saying we all got to jettison our smartphones, huh? Yeah, I think we need to. What do you do if you don't have a cell phone? What is it going to be a law that you have to have a cell phone? Heck yeah, buddy. I might go. I might go back to a pager. There's no law that says you have to have a smartphone, but there will be an idea that if you can't be traced or you can't be tracked and therefore you could just be a roaming dangerous, you know. Well, then, uh, you know, I've been thinking about getting an iPhone or smartphone and and now I'm not going to. I'm keeping my flip phone uh, from which I am speaking to you right now. All right. Now, I want to really double down on this too. Trump now mobilizing, quote, U.S. military to deliver the coronavirus vaccine. That's Reuters, not me. And you could say that's not a big deal, but you know what? It's getting out of control. Police arrest a Grammy because she opened a park. She literally cut down a piece of tape that wouldn't let kids play, and kids are playing, and the government's freaking out, and cops will have to carry me out in cuffs, says this Michigan barber. His name is Carl Mankey. He's 77. He got ticketed for opening his hair salon. Okay, Nolte uh, from Breitbart, author there, saying the new stupid is testing everybody every single day. I mean, they're getting out of control with this idea of tracing, testing, and, you know what, then eventually isolation, and it's debatable what that all intends or means, Sheriff. But the reason that I come back to this discussion, we talked about it yesterday, but didn't flesh it out enough in my mind. Where does this lead? In my opinion, you are going to create a collision course between the government and the people. You just are. As the government cracks down this hard, where they're going to literally track me, literally then force test me, literally then isolate me or separate me from my family or whatever the case may be. They've been looking for a way to do this. This is a a tyrannical dream come true, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, Sam. And uh, what really alarms me is that so many people are going along with this. Uh, We obviously have been dumbed down way before the coronavirus hit. Uh, because we just we just accept it like a bunch of uh, little sheep, and and uh, it's like everybody lines up to get on the the train, just like in Nazi Germany. Uh, yeah, you're you're going to have food and water and shelter and peace uh, at the end of the train ride. 
And uh, it's it's astonishing how many of us in America have not learned from that and that we are so willing to take whatever government says that uh, as gospel, and it's all true, and they're doing this for our own good, and they're trying, and they're going, not trying, they're going to keep us safe and healthy. We must get on the train. Now, Joe Rogan says he's going to move to Texas, Sheriff, but you know what? You say if California becomes this restrictive, the problem is some of these most restrictive states, uh, they're setting the standard, though. Eventually, you know, I don't know that the states will be able to decide. If you have Verizon in bed with, uh, say, Apple iPhone maker, uh, in bed with these uh, operating system manufacturer, you know, that are, and then you put this technology to track and trace in there, the states will virtually be skipped by big tech in bed with the feds. Yeah, it looks that way. My uh, my daughter-in-law works for Apple. I'm going to have to talk to her about this. You know, and, and so you think about that and you go, wait a minute, what will the state, what will Governor uh, so-and-so be able to do about, or, you know, your county or your sheriff or your whatever, what will they be able to do about it? You know, it, it, the federal government will say, listen, if you don't have this social distancing in place, if you don't have this contact tracking or tracing uh, and you don't have the testing in place and we're just going to flat out lock you down. You can say, well, this round, Sam, is not going to happen. I get it. But this round is just about over. The second round is about to come, whether it be in the fall or premature because states open or whatever else. And what are they going to do next round? And then what about the round after that? And what? And as you mentioned before yesterday on the program, two to five years, you're going to see a change in America like you've never seen before. This is real, and I, I, I'm afraid most Americans don't really realize the train's coming. A lot of people say to me, Sam, you should just lock down now and just relax about it. And my response is, yeah, but when is it going to end? And the answer is, if they have their way, never. They've found the magic formula for tyranny. Right, yeah. There's, there's no end in sight. And as a matter of fact, uh, my wife and I were talking last night as we were driving over to my mother-in-law's home. And I, I just said, this is... This is still going to get worse, and and I really believe that by the end of this year, uh, this coronavirus uh, pandemic, it is it's going to reach pandemic because that's where they want it to go. It really is going to. It's not a pandemic right now, but they're going to do everything they can to make it such, and then the shutdown. Then see what happens on the shutdown. I don't believe I don't believe they're going to open things and they're going to need those apps and everything else. They're going to shut us down. Well, let me give you some of the proof to make the point. Listen carefully to this statement. It's from the Blaze. It's a headline, but this relates to the whole point here. Antibody test results from across the United States suggest that the coronavirus was in the country way earlier than originally believed theblaze.com. Now, there's a few things here to understand. Way earlier than believed, which means they don't really know when it came. But they say results across the U.S., which means, and this is important to understand, which means this virus didn't just have an entry point or two or three or start to spread from one location. It started to spread from virtually everywhere. Let's talk about the repercussions of that in an article from Joel Skalzen in seconds. The good sheriff, Richard Mack. The Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org, on your radio. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? 
To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from Range magazine.com just click on the shopping cart the loving liberty radio network salutes the spirit of the american west and those who are keeping it alive at range magazine all right ladies and gentlemen the good sheriff richard mack in the house was the COVID-19 pandemic planned in advance? Worldaffairsbrief.com has that as their primary article this week. Just came out Friday. Worldaffairsbrief.com. Joel Skousen. Check it out. But the antibody test results show that from across the country, it was in the country way earlier than they thought. We find strains from Europe. We find strains from China. We find strains from, they say there's over nine or ten strains now already in existence and it's morphing at a rapid rate. So this pretty much shows, though, that, hey, this didn't just start in China and then go somewhere and then this literally broke out almost everywhere at the same time, way earlier than we thought. That is a scary reality check because, again, if they found the tyranny dream, then all they got to do is have the next version break out again. And the second we get a handle on it and we isolate and shut down and do it, if they want it to continue, all they got to do is have it somehow magically appear in another 50, 100, 200 locations, and then it will spread rapidly. And this is very uh, circumstantially indicting, Sheriff. Yeah, it is, and uh, no, nothing matches what they keep saying. And and I I always bring that back to Fauci. I think Fauci is a crook and a liar, and why anybody trusts him, I'll never know. He contradicts himself constantly, and yet he's basically running the country right now. And I, I don't, I yeah, I have no respect for the man. The more you look into his background and where he's been and how he's, he's part of the deep state. He's, he's part of the swamp. And, and I still question that. Why Trump would have picked him uh, right out of the swamp uh, to be in charge of this whole thing 
uh, is beyond me. Uh, and uh, Trump now coming out and saying well, he's going to use the military for this uh, to get the vaccinations out. Well, we, we're not even close to a vaccination. But they're saying, uh, if we're lucky, 2021. But uh, I, I don't look at uh, the vaccination as being lucky for anybody or anything. And then we're going to have to uh, look at the fight of forced vaccination. And so, I mean, if they can't come up with a vaccination that really works for the regular flu, how are they going to come up with it for this? And so I'm not taking, I'm not taking vaccination where they go, well, we really don't know how successful this is going to be. We really don't know the ramifications uh, of the side effects. So, uh, and that's been the flu vaccination for the last 40, what, 25 years, 30 years? Well, yeah, it's flat out not uh, effective. We know that even some of the best years that they, you know, make their concoctions, they're, you know, 50% accurate. Usually it's around 10, 20, 30, 40% at best. Yeah, and they're going to tell you to take it no matter what. Oh, yeah, but you're better off taking it, you know. Uh, I, I, I say that is a lie. Uh, not, just, not just a hopeful, wishful thinking. I believe that's a lie. All right. Well, you have big people involved with government to make these things happen, Sheriff. So was the COVID-19 pandemic planned? I think it's a proper pandemic, no doubt about it. But yes, uh, worldaffairsbrief.com has a big article on this documenting to a great degree how it was uh, with foreknowledge and it was pretty much planned. They had this in place. Now he debunks some evidence people are using that isn't true and he highlights evidence that is Correct. Check out worldaffairsbrief.com for that. Now, there's two things that you need to know, though. Contact tracing group is now funded by George Soros and Bill Gates. And Chelsea Clinton is on the board of the trustees. Sheriff, did you see this? No. What do you think of that? Now, say that again. Clinton is board. All right, hold on. Contact tracing group funded by George Soros and Bill Gates. Chelsea Clinton sits on the board of trustees. Oh, Chelsea, yes. I actually did see that. Yes. Okay, so why do we have Chelsea Clinton on the board of trustees, and why do we have Bill Gates literally in bed with George Soros, literally creating this contact tracing, and then that's the core of your government's, quote, response? The next headline says this. Michael, Michael Bloomberg partners with Johns Hopkins to develop contact tracing program. So now you've got literally John Hopkins University, you got Michael Bloomberg, you got Bill Gates and George Soros and, 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 and Little Clinton all hanging out to build this whole core, which is we'll open up the economy if you allow us to contact Trace. Right. Now the, well, Sam, you see, the, the real story behind that was is that they were going to, who, who was, was it uh, Hunter Biden? Is that Biden's son that was um, yes. Ukraine? Yes, sir. Yeah, Hunter Biden. You see, they were going to choose Hunter Biden, but they figured that because his dad is so political right now, they weren't going to pick him. So they went to Chelsea instead. And, and again, the reason I say that flippant comment is because what qualifications does Chelsea Clinton have except for who her mom and dad are? Same thing with Hunter. That's why he got everybody knows it. And, of course, national media cares very little about it. And Democrats, I, I mean, Biden and, and Hillary, 
could be caught doing the worst and most horrible things on the face of the planet, because basically they already have. But uh, it doesn't matter to the Democrats. You, you uh, make them a hero and make them president. And I'm telling you, this whole system is so corrupt, and it basically comes down to this. Our Constitution was only meant for a moral and religious people, and that's why it's falling apart, because we're not. Now, ladies and gentlemen, think about this for a minute. Bars and restaurants are allowed to reopen in Washington State if they agree to snitch on customers. So you're supposed to report the time they entered the restaurant, who entered, who called in for reservations, or who called in for takeout. They're literally tracking every bit of this. The whole idea is we're going to give you your freedom back, but we're going to put these tracking, testing, and isolation uh, things in place. I don't hear Trump speaking out against this at all. Do you? No, and you know what? I I don't know if I blame Trump for any of that. Uh, they have him so uh, pulled in so many different directions on the accusations against him, and I don't. I don't. I, I'll tell you what. I couldn't have handled it. And, and I think he's handled it pretty well. But, uh, I think he's handled it incredibly well, and I agree with your point. The attacks are crazy. And my point isn't to really attack President Trump, but my point is to really highlight what's going on here. Surely President Trump has got to know, and at some point you've got to say, wait a minute, we're not going to allow this to go unchecked. Okay? Oh. So, for example, Wisconsin shut down so hard it went to the Supreme Court, and the latest headline says, Wisconsin Supreme Court strikes down. Governor's lockdown, Gateway Pundit. So the governor locked down so hard, the Supreme Court said, oh, no way, that's out of control. This just highlights what we're talking about. Yeah, and even that was a 4-3 split, one other person the other way, and we get a, a reinforcement of the shutdown. And uh, and it doesn't deter Whitmer or uh, Washington State Governor Einsley, and Einsley's the one that's going crazy right now. That's what... Uh, Ammon was talking about on his video that six 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 law is all Washington State, uh, where our friend Matt Shea is. And I'll, I'll tell you, this thing is going nuts. And then we have uh, Spokane people that uh, Michael Peruka and I've been helping, working in the Spokane County to uh, get them to back off there. And uh, it's I'm telling you, I feel really pulled all over the country right now. Uh, we're fighting this battle here and fighting that battle there. And we get California sheriff standing, and then we have more uh, Newsom trying to go after him, and then we have Tesla standing. And I'll tell you, this thing is a fight and a half, and it is crazy. And uh, I, I think that Disneyland's going to need to move to Nevada or Arizona where they can actually run the place without government shutting them down at their return. I, I, and I don't look at the. I don't like the prospect of the way they're opening. I mean, this is just lunacy. Uh, they're going to be citing people and arresting people for not wearing masks. And uh, it, we're going to be a mask society. And uh, it's. I, I'm telling you that this is just bad news uh, getting worse at every turn. Yes, and here's the latest headline from Ben Swan. All right, Ben Swan, our good friend, incredible crack reporter.
doing a great job. He just did an HR 6666, $100 billion contact tracing bill. He says it's about controlling slash tracking the population. It's not about anything else. And he documents that, you know what, the contact tracing only does any good in the super early stages of the coronavirus. And since there's so many people that already have it around the country that we don't even know, we're beyond that point, and it has nothing to do with medical. It has everything to do with flat-out control. The good sheriff with us, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. Sam and Sheriff Mack on your radio. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, Sheriff Mack with me. We're talking about this contact tracing, testing, and isolation. They're going for broke on this, folks. And I know everywhere you see that they're opening up society, and that's a good thing. But look, you know what? The Supreme Court struck down Wisconsin's governor's lockdown. Ben Swan talks about H.R. 6666 and tells you that it's nothing about medical. It's all about control and documents this 66 ways from Sunday. Ben Swan doing a phenomenal job. But, Sheriff, there's a new doctor now speaking out, too. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Dr. Janta Bataceria. He's a professor of medicine at Stanford University. And he said, quote, people are mistaken. If they think coronavirus lockdown policies are a solution that proves safety from COVID-19. He said they have enormous negative effects, the doctor said. This isolation is a serious, serious problem. Uh, And the big change is this locking healthy people down or even people who are infected but not sick. You just can't lock everybody down. And they they basically say, well, the only way we can do this is if we lock you down. Uh, if you're sick and you don't know it, we're going to lock you down because the test is positive. Well, the tests are unreliable. The, it goes on and on. I'll give you an example. The he- next headline says a man who had alcohol poisoning, he died of alcohol poisoning, but health officials later classified his death as a coronavirus-related death. Okay, but the guy got so drunk, so poisoned with alcohol that he died. And we're seeing this all across the country. You can't even count on the statistics we have anymore. No. and This is a train wreck. And they keep changing, Sam. And, uh, yeah, and then this doctor comes out from Stanford and uh, contradicts everything that Fauci is saying. And, And Fauci doesn't need another doctor contradicting him because he contradicts himself all the time. And uh, what can be trusted of this? And and I want to ask my students and the country, who do you trust in any of this? Tell me, who do you trust uh, with your own lives and with your own health? Tell me one politician in this country that you want or can trust with your health and safety. The only one that comes close to me, believe it or not, is Rand Paul. He's at least telling the tale on some of this, for sure. 
Uh, but the Trump administration, all I hear from him is Operation Warp Speed. He went from anti-vaxxer on the campaign trail to flat-out vaccine cheerleader. Now, everything I hear, Donald's like, vaccine, Operation Warp Speed. We're going to use the military to get it everywhere. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. The president's got to stop that, Sheriff, because what it's going to amount to is forced vaccination. I was on a call with people that are uh, working across the globe. Uh about anti-vaccination and the dangers of all vaccines, not just any coronavirus possibility of a vaccine. And they're still saying Trump is okay. Well, I pray I pray they're right, but I'm just telling you, every word I hear is vaccine, 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 military, 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 and it doesn't sound good. But it's a mainstream thought that a vaccine would work, and everybody would hope that. And and I... You know, it's really hard, and, and some of the people in this anti-vaccine movement across the globe, as I just mentioned, very good and honest people. But they kind of have this uh, uh, philosophy that no vaccines have ever been good. You know, and so then you kind of go back and look at, didn't we do a vaccination on polio that worked? Didn't we do a vaccination on smallpox that worked? And... Um, even some of them say, no, it wasn't those vaccines. Yeah, it wasn't. It was basically sanitary conditions making a big difference, breakthrough in medical realities. People are getting, yeah. you know, all kinds of other benefits. And it just so happened to kind of coincide that makes people feel like that. And if you don't believe me, just go study the Vaccine Injury Compensation Fund that came out in the mid-'80s, which literally shielded all vaccine companies from any liability whatsoever. Anytime you have a vaccine crisis of any kind, it goes into a secret court and payouts are the tunes of billions and billions of dollars uh, to date over this stuff and you know hey if it's all safe and effective why do we have a vaccine injury compensation fund that has spent literally billions of dollars the two don't make sense on their very face but listen to this president trump now you remember we all gave him a bunch of praise for cutting off funding to the who right the world health organization well now the headline says the trump administration will shortly resume funding to the who But don't worry, it'll be about the same as China, only providing about a tenth of what they used to fund. But again, this is just, why is he refunding the WHO? Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's cut funding to the United Nations and to NATO. Why can't we go all the way and say, we're out of the United Nations, we're out of all of this. You know, maybe being part of NATO is okay. It's due. No. Why is it, hold on. Why is it okay when it circumvents American sovereignty? Well, yeah, exactly. And I don't think it's okay at all. At every turn, at every turn, we're funding them. We fund the UN. We fund the NATO. We fund the CDC. We already have our own CDC. He's criticized them. They've been crazy. They've been caught lying and fabricating numbers. Yet they're still funded. Why do we have a, a, a continuous fund for the IRS? We know that they've been illegal and cruel and gestapo like. We just keep going on all this. Why do we keep funding abortion with taxpayer dollars? It just keeps going. So, and, what I find yeah. fascinating is Trump might actually be making enough mistakes here to where we thought he was going to win in November easily, but now it's questionable, Sheriff. Yeah, it is. It is questionable, and uh, it's also questionable for one reason, and that is because they're doing more and more to promote uh, voting subterfuge. 
and that they can't keep track of this, you know, voting by mail. Oh, who who can't manipulate that? Who can't uh, find a way to control and manipulate voting by mail? I mean, come on. How are you going to verify who voted? And, and we've always been able to verify that signature to that vote. By mail, you won't be able to do that. I mean, we're going to have so many people voting by mail that, that should not be voting and, and that can't vote or that are dead. Or, it, it, there's just no way. There's just no way. And, and the Democrats are winning, and this is uh, the Democrats are laughing all the way to the hospitals or all the way to the bank because they know they are going to have a monopoly on our political system. They're going to control it all, and I think we need to start looking at not what county we're going to move to, but what country we're going to move to. Well, speaking of that, Paraguay, nation of 7 million, only reported 10 deaths. Sweden, I don't think they're doing a whole lot worse than we are, and they never locked down. They refused to. South Dakota didn't lock down near like others, and they're doing fine. And now you've got 36 million people literally on unemployment. And you got tax revenues tumbling, Sheriff. I'm afraid that if we don't even have a crisis with regards to the coronavirus, we have created an economic crisis like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah, we have. And and it's going to take years to get out of this uh, economic turmoil that we're in. Uh, this, and, and I don't understand how they manipulate what's going on because they keep showing that even some, even airlines have their stock has been going up. Uh, even some of the uh, cruises, the Carnival Cruise and Norwegian, some of those have been going up, and they're almost they're they're completely shut down. And and so the, the manipulation and the whole destruction of the economy, and then how they bring it back a little bit. Oh, good, we had a good day on stock market. How in the hell do you have a good day on the stock market in any of this? 36 million people unemployed. And to add to that, those unemployed people, 80% of them are making more money being unemployed than they were before they got unemployed. In other words, the taxpayer dollars going to their unemployment insurance and payment is more than what they were making when they were working. And and so this whole thing is so backwards, man, and, and it's, it's amazing that we have this miracle happen uh, right now across the country where sheriffs are standing. And and I'll tell you what, it's not nearly enough. And even some of the sheriffs standing are doing it with such a milk toast way. Oh, well, yeah, we, we, it's really dangerous if, if sheriffs say, uh, I disagree with that law, and then we don't have to enforce it. But we always have had police discretion, and that's what we're going to have now, you know. And this... It's just too milk pills. It's just too wimpy uh, with some of them. And of course we decide what's important. And of course we decide what laws are important and not important. And, and some of them that are absolutely stupid. Of course we do, Sheriff. What kind of an idiot are you that you would not choose? Come on. All right. Ben Carson. He's in the Trump administration, you know. He's also involved in dealing with the coronavirus, and he made a very interesting statement. You'll hear it in seconds. The 
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. I'd invite Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest, it's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no one. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and, and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. Then you don't have what it takes to be in this job. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, Sam Bushman and Sheriff Mack on your radio. So Ben Carson is involved in the administration in more ways than one, but here's what he just said in the last few days. Listen to this. The chair of the President's Revitalization Council, HUD Secretary, Dr. Ben Carson. Mr. Secretary, thank you very much for being on the program. Uh, you've got a big, absolutely friend of the show. If, if you have a big job on your hands, uh, you had a meeting yesterday about it. What is top of mind for you as you tackle this task of revitalizing our economic engine? Well, first of all, uh, I think it's very important to point out that, you know, this economic crisis that we're experiencing right now uh, was intentional and it was on the back of an extraordinarily strong economy. Yes. Sheriff, do you want to respond to that? He is blatantly saying, flat out saying, this was intentional. Yeah, and he's not the only one that has said that, uh, but he's probably the highest. uh, He's the highest, and not only did he say it, but the host flat out agreed without even a hesitation or a shock. Right. Okay, when you say it's intentional, well, then intentional by who? See, the host should have went, whoa, 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 Mr. Carson, stop, 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 hold on, stop. You're saying this was intentional and get him to confirm that and then say, intentional by who? Because forget the virus for a second. We have never had our economy in the history of America intentionally destroyed. Have we? Uh, 
Some and, might argue that. But, well, and you can argue it and say the Federal Reserve has manipulated things, but you tell me when in our whole history have we literally destroyed the whole country into Depression-era status with 36 right. million unemployed, and then we literally hand out trillions of dollars in distribute, redistributed socialist wealth. We've never had anything like that, not even close. It's not even debatable. No, you're right. That's that's. So, yes, you can say it's been manipulated and the Federal Reserve has done a bad job. And Okay, I get it. But you can never tell me it's even been close to this type of blatant shut it down overnight and flat out turn us into Depression days. Never. Unless you count the Depression itself. And then, you know, it's hard to say who done it. But in this case, Ben Carson needs to be flat out asked who intentionally did this, sir. And should they go to jail? Yeah. And it's kind of like how you're saying that you said. By who? Yeah, WHO. Maybe. Or I should say by whom. In other words, people. I did that on purpose, right? Is it by the who? Or is it by people? Is it by globalists? Is it by our Fed? Is it by the president? Who or whom has done this? Look, is this a crazy question? But the host just went, yeah, 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 I agree. (laughs) And didn't even blink an eye, sir. If that's not telling of a pre-planned situation... Is there more evidence or, than that? Or it's just a poor interviewer who doesn't know uh, what his job is. But, well, maybe, but even so, if, if the Ben Carson is saying this is intentional, um, I don't know how more pre-planned than intentional can get. Right. And I would love to have heard that question. Okay, who did it? And every time I say that, I say, oh, yeah, it was the World Health Organization. It sounds like who's on first, Evan Costello, you know? Because if you say who, yeah, who did it? And you're right, they did. And uh, I, 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 why we trust that and trust those people? And Ed Fauci, of course, came out and endorsed the liar, the crook in charge of who? We already know that that guy was a liar and a crook. But yet Fauci is supporting him. And, and Trump supports Fauci. Only to an extent, but still keeps him there instead of firing him. And so it's got me so confused, and I'm sure the president is confused, and the American people are confused. And when you're confused and you're scared, you'll get on the train. And uh, that's exactly what we're doing. And, and, and why we're not rising up in righteous indignation to stop the 6666 thing? And like you said, you, you just can't make this stuff up. And we have people fighting all over the country, and we have sheriffs standing all over the country. And, of course, it's not enough. Well, and so I would say this. President Trump is really, through his administration, planning to restore funding to the WHO. And then Ben Carson says the economy was intentionally taken down. Right. I put that together, and I go, I don't even know who the good guys are anymore. Is President Trump really that naive or is he part of something? And and the more this goes on, the more I say it almost doesn't matter if he's part of something. It's happening on his watch. Nevertheless. And that's not meant to attack the president as much as it's meant to say, listen, maybe one man, even if he is smart and even if he is doing his best, maybe they just can't stop it, Sheriff. Maybe we're realizing the evil hand of shadow government is so blatant in your face now, so hidden in plain sight now, that there's nothing we can do about it. Get used to it, is the point. Yeah, and uh, Glenn Beck has an email about uh, the food shortage that is coming. 
Uh, in fact, it's already here, uh, and people aren't realizing that either. Uh, at the beginning, people were buying up food, going crazy, and of course, toilet paper shortages and, and paper towels and Clorox and Clorox wipes, you know, uh, all those gone. Um, we're, a, we're, a, we're a very sheeple nation and a very sheeple people, and it's astonishing that we don't ask one question. Who do you trust with your family's health and welfare and well-being? And I, I will agree, as far as our government is concerned, Rand Paul is the name that came to my mind, too. Uh, he continues to tell the truth. Uh, you know, he actually he has grown a beard now. His hair looks better uh, since he grew a beard. But he uh, really comes across well, and I think he's, He's about the only guy talking sense, and Ben Carson now, you can say he is too. But, uh, oh my gosh, this is such a huge mess. All right, let's talk about food shortages for a second and the confusion that you mentioned. Headline says, United Nations warns of severe food shortages. Okay? Yeah. All right, then they say due to the coronavirus. Headline from the United States, you know, virtually same time, USDA secretary says despite plant closures, he does not expect a food shortage. USDA secretary, quote, no, I don't expect food shortages, the hill. What's going on around here, man? You can't, you know. I thought it was kind of funny when Trump said, I'm ordering those meat plants to stay open. Well, who are the employees you, that you're going to get in there to, to uh, operate them? Uh, people are leaving and not coming back. And, and so I think that's just another indication of how we're not handling this. Okay? We're not handling it. We don't know what we're doing. And it's just too hit and miss, and it's too... Uh, disorganized, and it's too corrupt. And Trump, I think Trump has learned one thing. If he was very candid on some interview with Sean Hannity, and and if somebody asked him this one question, did you really think that the swamp was bigger and worse than you had campaigned about? When you said you were going to drain the swamp, have you now figured out how impossible that is, and and are they draining you, or are you draining them? And and I think if he was very candid, he would say, yes, the corruption in Washington D.C. is a hundred times bigger and worse than I had imagined. And I'm not even able to and stop it. And I'll yeah. tell you why the secret combinations are above the people, Sheriff. Let's just bring this all around to the bottom line. The reason that we've got food shortages or possible famines. The reason we've got government lying, the reason we've got headlines out that are just all over the map to where you can't even know the truth, okay, the reason all this stuff's going on is this. There's a headline written by a guy named William C. Duncan, and it says this. The economy seems to be falling off a cliff. Is America's commitment to religion doing the same Question mark. And I would submit to you that religiously we are melting down as a country. 
Less people are going to church. We've even tolerated the government saying we will ban church. You will not meet. In fact, if you try to go to church, we will arrest you and toss you in the clink. Now, if you want to go to get an abortion, no problem. You want to go to get alcohol? Drive through. No problem. You want to go to church? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, and we've allowed this to happen in America because we're not a religious nation anymore and we're not a moral people anymore. And our founding fathers said, hey, you've only got a republic if you can keep it, which means if you remain moral and you insist on the proper role of government, you'll keep it. And if you don't, you'll lose it. And we see through our very eyes right now, the reason we're melting down economically and uh, is because we've simply jettisoned religion for the most part in America. And, And we've literally allowed churches to just be shut down. And you could say, well, we've got to, Sam, the corona. Then why are people able just to run around and buy alcohol as essential services? And why are people allowed to literally run around and get abortions? And literally let the Senate meet, even though we can only have 50 people in my state meet together. The Senate meets with 100 people, no problem. Okay, And we go through all this and you get done and say, look, they have simply destroyed America and turned us against our God, sir. Yeah, when you shut down American religion, you shut down America and obviously... They have shut down America. Uh, they've destroyed institution after institution after institution that have everything to do with what made America great. But I've said this on your program. I'll say it again. We can't even agree with one principle of liberty that it would be held sacred. And if that, if that cannot be religious liberty and the, the right to worship as we choose, not how government dictates, if we can't agree on that, then America is no longer America. Wow. I don't really know how to respond because I believe we could talk about everything else. But when it was intentional to destroy the economy, then the next question is, is it intentional to destroy our relationship and turn us against God? We've become such a secular society that alcohol is essential, abortions are essential, and church is just Shut that down. Shut that down. And we've literally, as a people, not even, I mean, there's a few people speaking out, a few good pastors and a few good evangelicals and Christians and Catholics that are standing up, and I commend them, but they're far and few between. It's kind of like this radio program. Yeah, we can get five bucks, and yeah, we can stay on the air, but you know what? How many people are really willing to give us the support we need to go viral and to tell the tale that needs to be told? And the answer is we make a huge difference. But we're just tiny in the scheme of things. But I'm telling you, our economy is falling off a cliff. Our society is falling off a cliff. And America's commitment to religion is falling off a cliff. And as long as that stays the case, it will never get better, Sheriff. I'm afraid that's a big amen, I'm just, just not going to. However, if we turn to our God, we turn to our families, we turn to our country, it can get better. This is not a message of doom and gloom. It is a reality check to repent. It is a true statement of fact about what we need to do to restore this republic, to turn around. And you can't depend on the president to do it. He's doing his best. I truly believe that. But I believe he's just absolutely destroyed by the swamp. He can't help it. And we the people need to come to his aid and to his rescue. We the people need to stand for God, family, and country. And unless we in mass enough people do it, we are going to have a famine. We are going to have plagues. I don't know what the next catastrophe is around the corner, but it's a coming. Liberty Roundtable Live. Hour two in seconds on your radio. Mm-hmm.